Hey folks, Scott and I are back this week with another great topic. I hope you guys had a great Christmas or um, whatever you're celebrating. So today what we're talking about is how to prepare for a new puppy, which is a big one because I have a lot of clients who have gotten new puppies and with the holiday season, if you got um, a new puppy for your home or whichever it may be. I know this is a popular time. Um, I know you just didn't get Archie, Scott, but do you know, do you have any friends and family that's like getting new puppies and stuff? Or is yeah. We yeah. just had a family get new, uh, get a new like mini, like golden doodle. And yeah. Those are popular. Mm-hmm. Very popular. Yeah. So they're dealing yeah. with the smaller, but still you don't want to hopefully train the smaller dogs too, as well as the big dogs. So Exactly. Yeah. And so that's why I want to do this topic today because it's very popular. I get a lot of questions with new puppy owners and stuff. So I figured let's jump on this live and explain to the folks what to do and how to prepare for a new puppy. Even if you haven't, even if you already have your puppy, just um, listening today, you may find that there's some things you have missed or you may be right on track, but either way, you should gain some good um, insight as to what you need for your puppy. So exactly. let's jump right into it. Um, so let's talk about supplies for a new puppy, the things that you're going to need um, before you get a new puppy. So right. I'll just go through some of them. So of course, you're going to need food for your new dog. And what I tell folks is, um, even if you're going to switch the food for your dog, check with the breeder, check with the rescue, start them on that, and then you can switch over time. But definitely make sure you have food. As far as equipment for your dog, you want to make sure you have proper identification. I can't stress that even more so than anything on this list because your dog goes missing. You want to be sure that you can find it. So just going to your local pet store, make sure your dog has proper ID tags. Um, You want to make sure that you get... um, Leashes, short leashes, long leashes, um, some type of anti-pull harness because dogs and puppies, they pull. So that type of harness specifically um, prevents your dog from pulling. In addition to that, of course, if you're going to be grooming your dog at home, be sure that you get in some type of shampoo, doggy brushes, um, nail clippers and things like that. And again, like I discussed in another live, even if you're not going to groom your dog at home, Go ahead and purchase those supplies. You can condition your dog to get used to those things before you bring your dog out to a groomer. Um, and the last but last thing on the list, but there are other things, but these are the things that are kind of like the staple things you want to get um, before um, you get a dog. But the last thing on the list too, which um, uh, a doggy seatbelt. Not many folks think about that. Instead of having your dog um, swish around in the backseat or whatever, if you're not going to use a crate, they actually do have doggy seatbelts, which you can just clip right into the buckle and now provide your puppy some type of security um, when you're uh, moving them about and transporting. But those are some of the things that you want to get when you have a new puppy. Oh, in addition to that, get some potty training pads because we're going to talk about house training, but you want to make sure you have that for accidents and cleaning up. Um, there's a whole slew of things, but these are just some of the things you can get starting out. Yeah. Um, a big thing too, let's talk about home setup. That's another big one, making sure you're prepared before your puppy comes. So you want to make sure that your puppy has some type of confinement space or area. Um, you want to make sure that if you're not able to watch your puppy, there's going to be a place you can put a puppy. And what I mean confinement area, it's more than just a crate. You want to make sure like it's a room or um, an area where there has a door to it where your dog can be. But also within that confinement area, you want to make sure that you don't have anything that your dog can destroy. Um okay. 
So, and you, you don't want to put them anywhere where it's like nice furniture. So bathrooms are good, but also get in a crate as a confinement area as well, which most people do. But also if you're not, have, you know, you don't have a crate in every single room. So just think about the layout of your house in those areas where you can put your dog if you need to um, confine them for any reason. And right now you have a crate for Archie, right? No, he uh, he's out and about. So uh, oh, really? yeah, oh, we have a uh, no. So we tried, okay. we tried, we tried very hard. We had uh, like all those suspended beds in the crate. Yeah, tried it. He kept on peeing in the bed. We tried the crate. He just mm -hmm. freaked out so many times that we caved and basically um, he ended up sleeping on his bed for the most part yeah. outside of the crate. And then when we do leave him at home. Uh, he feels very safe. We have our bed master bedroom has an ensuite, and so we just close the door, leave him in here. And he's not a chewer or anything like that, just because of maybe the way we raised him from puppyhood. And so, uh, we pretty much leave him in the room when we go. He settles nicely and he just sleeps. So, yeah, um, the bedroom has kind of become his den instead of the crate. But it's mm -hmm. sort of, I know, like going through the training in the beginning, it was like definitely crate training is very helpful and give it a okay. shot in the beginning. Uh, get some training done with it and then if worst mm -hmm. worst case scenario if it really doesn't work then obviously there's other solutions but exactly and that's exactly what i was going to say to piggyback off that your dog may not like a crate and we're going to talk about that in a little bit how to get your dog used to pretty much everything using treats but your dog may not like the crate like archie did in the beginning and that's yeah. okay uh, but you just want to make sure that you're watching your puppy and they may just settle right next to your bed and that's okay too but and that's yeah. the reason why i say look at other confinement areas so if your dog is not um, console with the crate in the long run. There's other areas. So even getting an X pen or a gated yeah. um, type area that's not so confined, but it's still restricting them. So they're not able to go about the house and destroy things. So there's other, like you said, there's other solutions um, besides using a crate, but definitely some type of confinement area. Another big thing. So let's talk about the first day you guys are going to bring your dog home. I know it's exciting and things, but so what you want to do when your dog arrives home, it's going to be kind of overwhelming for them because it's a new place. Take them for a short walk around the neighborhood just so they can explore a little bit and kind of decompress before you just um, break them on in the house. And I do encourage this if you do have a multiple dog household. I talk to my clients about this all the time. You just don't want to bring a new dog into the old dog's environment. You always want them to meet on a neutral territory. So that's why it's also great to, you know, have your new puppy walk around the neighborhood, take the old dog with you, um, have two people walk them side by side and, you know, let them observe each other and look at each other. And then you can bring the new puppy inside the house, but also give them time to um, have a bathroom break from the car ride and whichever it may be, but yeah. also just get into know the um, area. Also, um, when you bring them into the home, be sure to introduce them to the um, um, the new home on a leash. You just don't want to let them go and start, you know, roaming about. One, they can have many accidents in a home that you may not see. And um, two, they can destroy things. And you also just want to introduce your puppy and um in small increments at a time. So introduce them to the living room first, for example, you know, gate that off and then you know, say the next week, open up a little bit more, introduce them to the kitchen. Do you always want to do it in small phases? And that helps. Um, it's for safety reasons, so they're not getting into anything dangerous. And also just so you're monitoring them for house, house uh, for accidents in the home as well. That's really the reason, <laughs> if you're asking me, because they do go to the bathroom frequently when you have Oh, yeah. 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 Um, also, 
start home alone training now. You don't want to wait till we talked about this a few weeks ago. You don't want to wait until you're out getting ready to leave out and about, whether it's to a grocery store and stuff. Start now. Um, what you want to do is, like I said, start small moments in separation. So for instance, like I said, if you're going to the bathroom, leave the puppy outside. If you're going to check the mailboxes at the end of the street like mine, leave the puppy indoors. If you're going to be doing any type of garden watch, leave your dog indoors at least for 20, 30 seconds to 20 minutes. And that way you are starting the um, process of them feeling comfortable with being home alone. Not all dogs are going to be comfortable, but if you go ahead and start this, um, right away, it'll help them more, feel more comfortable when you're about to leave. And as always, if you do try this and it's not working or you need some help, you can always reach out to a trainer like myself and we can help you with um, doing that strategically so your dog can be okay with you being home alone. Um, let's go to house training. That's a big, big one with the puppy. So puppies have accidents in the home. Adults have uh, Scott's mom. I'm like, yes, this is a good one. <laughs> it's a big one. Accidents in the home. Um, but you want to get your um, dog in a habit of distinguishing between um, indoor um, spots to go to the bathroom and outdoor spots to go to the bathroom. So you want to decide, are you going to have your puppy go indoors on a potty pad or are you going to have them go outdoors? So what you want to do when you get your new puppy, first thing, take them to the spot indoors if that's what you're going to do. Or is take them to the spot outdoors and just kind of get them used to um, where they're going to be going to use the bathroom. Um, also, you want to supervise them for any accidents in the home. So what that means, if you're not watching them, most likely they're getting in some type of trouble, whether they're running around, having accidents in the home, or they're chewing on furniture. So puppies, you want to, or all dogs, especially if they're getting into stuff, you want to keep a close eye on them. Yeah. And what I tell folks to a, a cool trick is, if you have a long leash, looping it on to through your belt buckle and clipping your dog onto you. And that way you're not like, oh my gosh, where's my puppy? Where's my dog? <laughs> Where they, what are they getting into? But they're right by your side. Um, and if you're worried that it may feel too bad, just get a long, long leash. Be long to still within sight of you. That's all. So that's just another cool trick to um, keep an eye out for your dog um, as far as when it comes down to accidents in the home. So... When it comes down to party training, what you guys want to do is make sure when you are bringing your dogs out and about and these little puppies that you're rewarded the minute they start to use the bathroom and because dogs love rewards and it makes them do whatever you want them to do more often. So if you want your dog to go in that spot when you're taking them out to the bathroom, reward them when they are going to the bathroom. Never punish them or yell at them. They'll just learn to hide. And also indoors, make sure you clean it up with some type of enzyme cleaner. You don't want to use um, household um, bleach or anything. It's just going to exacerbate the smell. So make sure you're using something to uh, neutralize it. Also, um, we talked about crate training and getting started with that. But when you bring your puppy home, and I know the first night is normal if they whine, go to bed and stuff. It's okay, folks, when your puppy whines a little bit, put them in a crate with... Um, some type of toy to keep them busy, a stuffed toy, a Kong is really good that keeps them busy. Um, in addition to that, like I told folks, you can put some dirty old clothes of yours in there and that helps the dog feel a lot more comfortable, especially uh, if it's not your clothes. If you're getting them from like a breeder or something, you can ask them for like an old towel or something. Yeah. And you can use that the first few nights to help your dog um, uh, get comfortable with them, help them feel comfortable um, in the crate. Or yeah, getting, I mean, it feels like they're old poems. Exactly, or getting tongue-tied. Um, so again, let's for the bedtime routine. I already talked about putting the um, 
clothing in there and stuff in there. And also, I get this question a lot. Should I let my dog sleep next to me? Should I put my dog in the crate? Um, you can do either or, but with puppies, I do uh, recommend the confinement just because of they can have accidents in the home. And I think with folks, it's mostly because they hear the puppy whining and it's the first night. It's okay if they whine for a little bit. And then one thing I want um, folks to be mindful of, if you do respond to them crying, they do what works for them. And the fact that you did respond to them crying, they'll do it more often. So your best bet is to kind of not respond and let them like, we, you know, cry for that few minutes. But if they are persistent, one thing that I tell folks is you can move the crate to your room and let the puppy see you and kind of let them do that. But it's best to let them just, you know, want it out a little bit. So with that, all that, getting your puppy in the door and stuff, let's talk about four keys to long-term happiness with your puppy to kind of round it out. So again, we talked about this um, in a few segments before, but as far as um, exercise, exercise is very important for your puppy. So you want to make sure you're getting your puppy out there, socializing them. Um, exercise is more than taking them for a leash walk. You want to be sure that um, you're doing some type of frisbee, tug, or um, ropes. If you're hyper, taking them on hikes with you. Um, puppies have a tremendous amount of energy and impulse. So the more you can exercise them and get that out, the better you're going to be. And I always tell folks, before you have something really important to do, whether you're at home on a call or you're going to be busy, take your puppy out for a walk or exercise them. And that's going to be a key to getting all that energy out. Again, number two, mental stimulation. We talked about this. Um, Kongs, any type of toy, food puzzle that's going to have them work to get the food and stuff like that. Um, mental stimulation. I know I'm in New England, so we're going to get a lot of snowy days. It's going to be cold. You may not get a chance to walk your dog. So start trying to incorporate some of that stuff now. Um, get your puppy on a work-to-eat program. So what that means is that... Um, when you have your puppy, before you have your puppy do anything, have them sit, say, you know, sit for you or have them, we call it say, please. If your puppy doesn't know how to sit, just have them wait for two seconds and then give them something. Um, and that way you'll have to start your puppy off on obedience and manners. Nothing wrong for your puppy. Um, I know on my Instagram live, I have a whole little diagram where you guys can see how to stuff it in layers, kind of like a cake. So it was a prize for the puppy in each layer. So you guys can check that out on my IG. Um, puppies are natural at chewing. Not natural, but that's one of the things they do, chewing, nipping, and biting. So uh, getting your toy, dogs, tons of toys and stuff like that and um, rotating them to keep them interested in those toys so they're not chewing on the furniture and stuff. And when you do catch a dog chewing on something that they're not supposed to be chewing on, just teach them what they're supposed to do by giving them a car or giving them a toy and things of such. So that's number three. And the last thing, you want to prevent any type of um, um, canine aggression with the dogs in the first couple of weeks and stuff. So I would say with the puppies, I know we all love hugging them. And being all up in the business because they're so cute. But just be mindful not to overwhelm your dog. They're coming into a new space. That's like going into New York City and everyone running up to you giving you hugs. It's going to be a little bit overwhelming. So just make sure you give them time to settle into the home. You'll provide them with enough downtime. Down so if your dog does seem kind of nervous when they walk into the home and it kind of like Carolyn, was it, was it Carol? Not Carolyn. They're not Carolyn. It's Dingin. Carolyn, yeah. Carolyn, yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> being shy and stuff. Try and put yeah. them in a confinement area just to give them some downtime and let them relax and stuff. Never force the issue if they don't want to do anything. Um, also, with children, uh, make sure you provided some type of management with children, making sure that there are some boundaries. So if they're, you know, trying, you know, holding the puppy a certain way or they're like, get, you know, being too overstimulating to the puppy, just making sure there's some boundaries with that. We but, talked previously about like with kids actually like giving them something to do with like a training uh, tip or yep. something to do with the, the puppy instead of actually like just swarming them. You give them mm -hmm. to interact with them, give them something to interact with the puppy, then you build that relationship that way, then they're not always like so up in the puppy's face too and maybe freaking them out, right? Exactly. And yep, giving the, so actually giving your kid a task to do with the puppy, whether it's big or small. So um, especially with games. So one game that, so basically uh, one game that I like to give kids to play with the dogs is find it because that's a game where they're not um, touching the dog. They yeah. The dog can't nip them. So you want to think about games where they're interacting, but they're not interacting where they can nip their hands and stuff. So yeah. finding is simply a game where you toss treats on the ground and you have your dog find it. If you do that enough time, um, it becomes like a search thing where you can make it more difficult for your dog kind of with different spots in the room. But that's also a great game to play um, with um, your kid. But I know um, at some point they do want to interact with the kid. If your kid does want to play some type of tug with um, the puppy, I would recommend getting like um, what I do with my clients um, on consultations. I give them like this big stuffed um, uh, animal, but it has like long arms on it. Way it's providing space. So if your yeah. uh, kid wants to play tug with the um, dog or puppy, make sure that the stick or the toy is long enough so the dog's not coming or nipping at the hand. That's all. But essentially, any type of game where it's away from the dog is essential. But uh, maybe we'll do another topic on that: how to manage kids and dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. popular one that comes up. But. That um, is all that I have for you guys today for uh, bringing on a new puppy. Of course, there's also other things that you guys can do. But you want to get um, more specific to your home, just think about your routine, your family, your environment, um, with the things that I discussed, and you know, make it specific to um, your family and, and your needs. Um, but I hope you guys gained a lot of good um, insight on how to prepare for a puppy or if your puppies are already in the home um scott do you have oh scott do you want to tell them about the exciting new program that we have yeah so if you've got a new puppy coming or already in the home uh we just launched an awesome new online program mm -hmm. so you can check it out if you check out the original post of this video it's in the comments so there you can check out the link um really it's an intro it's a prep program gets you guys going a lot of what we talked about today just a lot more detail a lot of expansion on it and just diving into more tactics. There's even a bonus section about how stopping puppies and uh, young dogs from jumping. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of like exercise planning, um, just like again, diving more into like, you know, potty training, all of those different things, mm -hmm. and just really goes in depth and gets you, it'll help you survive that first month. And uh, that first month is the toughest month. Those shark yep. teeth, I call them shark teeth. Those puppy teeth are like shark <laughs> teeth, right? And so they're, they're tough. And you will, yeah. you, depending on your breed, it might be a tough time. Um, so I know mm -hmm. we had tough times, but we made it through. Um, yeah. But I, I know when I when I was when I had a puppy, I don't know about you, Pam, but mm -hmm. I was, because at a certain age, there's sometimes they're too young to take into in-person training. And you just want something, so you're Google searching stuff, you're YouTube, exactly. and you don't have like a, a real base of training to go through. And that's what we want to create for you guys is just like this initial starter prep program yeah. that you actually have mm -hmm. some direction. There's some focus in it. 
and you you can be like you know this is what you should be doing it will actually exactly. help you to start that journey with your puppy and, and make it a beautiful journey and then build that beautiful relationship from the start. And also, I know everyone's busy these days, so it's not like a long course. The yeah. DIY is so patient. You can pick it up and stop it at any time. But honestly, it, it, it shouldn't take any more than an hour. And it's handouts with every single part, uh, with um, the segments. Um, uh, this uh, handouts in, in the market. Yeah. So you can have that to refer back to. So it's like a little book that you can put together once you're done. And then as always, if you want additional training, you can always reach out to me. You can always uh, follow me on um, Facebook, IG, or all those other accounts if you want to piggyback on all the other information. But again, um, hope you guys will check that out. And we will see you guys next week.